Joining me now is our pop culture critic, Craig Siliphant. And Craig, let's start with some disappointing Spider-Man news. Across the Spider-Verse came out this year, great reviews, made tons of money, but the third one's been pushed back? Yeah, so the original release date was supposed to be basically a year after the release of Across the Spider-Verse, which is the second movie of three. So the original release date for part three was supposed to be March 29th, 2024. It's... Part two ends on like a a pretty hard cliffhanger in the sense that the action just kind of stops halfway through and then then it's like you got to wait a year and I I went with my uh, 10 year old son who was like well there was no ending and I was like yeah you got to wait a year now and he was like what (laughs) but now they've announced that uh, it's going to be more than a year basically and we kind of had smatterings of this earlier because the uh, animation and CGI stuff it's it's a problem in Hollywood right now that's why we're seeing movies like The Flash that look terrible because they only have so many animators but they've got so many projects they need done and boy do these Spider-Verse movies have some animation in them I can't can't even imagine the level of work that goes into like making one of these three second like action scenes it's insane yeah well the lot like for context across the spider-verse took about four years to animate i think so the how they were going to get this done in one year is a mystery but uh now you know whether those rumors were true or not now with the dual strikes going on it's impossible to finish until new deals are struck so uh you know as i said sony announced that uh it's actually just being taken off the release calendar at the moment so no new release date yet uh, you know, it depends what happens in Hollywood with the strikes and everything. So uh, it's it's just we're going to have to wait an, an indeterminate amount of time <laughs> to see how that all ends. It probably makes them regret ending it on a cliffhanger, but we'll see. I mean, the, the first two have made so much money and done so well that I'm sure the third one will be successful, even if we have to wait a little bit longer for it. Craig Siliphant is with us, our pop culture critic, and you mentioned on your email a really interesting story that you wanted to talk about today. It's all about a theme park ride. I can't wait to hear this. Lay it on me, Craig. Yeah, this is crazy. I'd never heard this before. But uh, So MGM these days is owned by Amazon. But in the 1980s, it was owned by a billionaire named Kirk Kirkorian. So when he launched the MGM Grand in 1993, it included an amusement park called MGM Grand Adventures. Uh, despite its name, MGM Grand Adventures doesn't have any rides inspired by Uh, by the films of the MGM library, which is weird, but it almost did. So, you know, given MGM's history, family-friendly titles they could have turned into rides, Wizard of Oz, Clash of the Titans, Forbidden Planet, but no, the ride that they attempted to make was based on, of all things, Francis Ford Coppola's 1979 Vietnam War epic, Apocalypse Now. The Uh, horror. The horror. I can't imagine. What what a downer movie to make a ride based on. I know, so it's the Apocalypse Now River Tour it was supposed to be and so guests would be put on a small boat that would take them on a ride through a man-made stream uh, as if you know if anybody that's seen the movie knows Martin Sheen's uh, Captain Willard journeys upriver to locate Marlon Brando's missing Colonel Kurtz uh, Martin Sheen himself was supposed to actually be part of the attraction which would have been uh, uh, fairly interesting now you know I love movies. I completely understand the idea to want to step inside one of them as a theme park attraction. You know, Back to the Future ride or Disney Star Wars Rise of the Resistance are thrilling, immersive experiences. But Apocalypse Now is a disturbing cautionary tale about how soldiers are driven insane by the brutality of war. Like, who wants to step inside that movie? So Yeah, you watch Apocalypse Now, and if there's one thing you don't want to do after watching that movie, it's take a PBR up a river into Cambodia. Yeah. Like, it just seems 
seems terrifying and awful and hellish the whole time. I, I can't, the only other movie I think might make a worse amusement park ride is like Titanic. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> Titanic experience. You sink at the end. We just drop you into frigid water. Yeah. So obviously that didn't come to fruition, but not because it was a bonkers idea, but because they couldn't come to a proper deal with Coppola. And in fact, uh, when they couldn't come to a deal, Grand Adventures didn't ditch the concept entirely. They removed all the Apocalypse Now branding and made a more generic boat ride that still included a sequence where visitors get to experience the horrors of the Vietnam War. And for, uh, like, apparently, if you watch the, the video of it, like you can recognize the movie in it, really, even though it wasn't really <laughs> called that anymore. Does a so. tiger jump into the, uh, into the boat with the passengers at any point? <laughs> exactly. I think they just called it Backlot River Tour, uh, even though the MGM Grand Hotel didn't have a working backlot, so it was it was just really strange. But anyway, just some of the the crazy ideas of things that could be and and weren't, but kind of were. And I, I don't know, just a crazy idea. <laughs> that is a wild story. Thanks so much, Craig. I always appreciate these. Cheers, Craig Sullivan. I think there's a very good reason why there are very few Vietnam War themed amusement park rides around the world. I think we can keep it that way.